What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King with another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. And I'm not going to lie, I've been a little under the weather this past week. And uh, my voice is struggling at the moment. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Coming in, check one, two. (laughs) And uh, yeah, man, I'll tell you what, this past week was a struggle for me. Not going to lie. Coming off of uh, a weekend where I went to Los Angeles for a super fun party um, up in Beverly Hills. I know, right? Like, I've never done such a thing. Uh, A black tie event for the Oscars uh, that were on Sunday night. I went to this pre-Oscar party. Super fun. Um, Prior to that, though, I uh, hung out with my buddy... Lewis Howes, who, if you don't listen to his podcast, it's one of the best podcasts out there, uh, period, end of story. (laughs) Check it out, School of Greatness. He just launched a new book, The Greatness Mindset, which has become a New York Times bestseller. So go check that out. You can get it at greatness.com backslash book. And uh, so he's a buddy of mine that that uh, we've been buddies since he was in junior high and I was in high school. We played sports together in high school and college, and he's been there for me through a lot of the the, the darker moments in my life. And um, I'd like to say that I've been there for him on, in some challenging moments as well. But uh, <laughs> let's be honest, he's been a, a huge mentor and inspiration for me. And so having said that, I'm not just saying that just to, to name drop because he genuinely is a friend. So... <clears throat> Again, sorry, feel a little under the weather, my voice. Anyways, we, uh, it, it's so interesting and, uh, that, that I had expectations around, well, let's be honest. I struggle with, personally, um, letting go of my expectations um, around certain things. In certain areas of my life, I have very little expectations, and I really am good about surrendering and letting go and just letting things work out as they 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 will. And then in other areas of my life, I, I say that I'm good or that I'm not uh, expecting certain outcomes or I'm not attached to a certain uh, outcome for, for the way that I want it to look, and yet I think deep down inside, I am. So anyways... I'm uh, I'm expecting to meet up with Lewis for oftentimes he's he's so busy uh, he's going you know 100 miles a minute and and off doing so many cool things that I'm usually just happy if I'm able to hang out with him for 20 minutes. So that was my expectation. Um, he used to live in West Hollywood, so my expectation was to meet him uh, there. He's like, hey, come by my place. Um, 
and lo and behold, he has a new place. Cool. So uh, my expectation was pleasantly, uh, I was pleasantly surprised that rather than getting 20, 30 minutes with the guy, I spent the entire day just chilling like we used to. And uh, we spent a couple of months living together in Hawaii in college, and uh, it just was fun to, to look back and uh, reminisce about where we were 20, 25 years ago and where we are now. And yet, at the same time, <laughs> we're still the, the same guys deep down in our core, and yet we both worked so relentlessly on ourselves. And it was amazing to spend time with him because he seems so much at peace, so grounded, um, which is different than my experience of him in the past. And so he and I both have similar behaviors uh, in the past. And, and something that he talked about that was that really resonated for me was he's really realized how much he has abandoned himself uh, in relationships, um, whether we're talking about actually romantic relationships or even just like friend relationships. Um, and, and a lot of times for guys, and I don't know if this, this resonates for you, um, guys who are quote unquote nice guys, like I definitely have been and continuing to work my way out of those bad behaviors. Um, and Lewis and a lot, a lot of other guys that I work with, <clears throat> the, the niceness, the pleasingness, the desire to want to be liked, um, and appreciated comes as, uh, the cost of us abandoning ourselves, our own needs, our voice. And so to see him having come full circle back around to uh, owning himself, being the, the true Lewis that I know uh, and, and love and yet still feeling like he's super grounded, it was such a pleasant surprise from what I expected <laughs> to experience. Um, and so having said that, I went off later on that evening um, to this party up in Beverly Hills, and I, I guess I had certain expectations. I got really excited about it, and it wasn't that it wasn't awesome. It wasn't amazing. It, it definitely was. It, uh, it just was different than I expected, and it made me realize, um, you know, I oftentimes come back to, to what I've learned from Tony Robbins, which is he often says, what is expectation other than a measuring stick in which to gauge failure. So you, if you expect something from someone or from yourself, if you expect them to be a certain way, if you expect a certain outcome, chances are, nine, 99 times out of 100, it's not going to go that way. It might be 100 out of 100, if I'm being totally honest. And then you have to deal with the kind of the heartbreak in some regard or the, the resistance at least to life going differently than the way that it's actually going. And so having read Byron Katie's, uh, some of her books, particularly Loving What Is, it's a really, really good book. And it reminds me I need to go back and listen to it again because she really focuses on helping the reader, the listener, um, just go back to, to loving what is and realizing that anxiety, stress, all that stuff is typically the result of us being in resistance to accepting what is in that present moment, right? <laughs> so if there's traffic and we're frustrated, 
It's because we want a different outcome. We expect a different outcome than what is actually being experienced. And so with that party, uh, with Lewis that day, the next day I hung out with my book writing coach, who happens to be one of my very best friends, Joshua in LA with his wife and his kids. Um, That was different than I expected in a great way. In fact, everything turned out amazing, better than I anticipated. And what Tony Robbins talks about is you should attempt, not attempt, you should exchange expectation for appreciation. So rather than to expect something from someone or from life, you should just appreciate. And in other things I've heard of his, of course, he talks about the wealthiest of people are those that are the most grateful, those that are the most appreciative. So if you truly want to become a king, the fastest way that you can get there is by appreciating life and what it gives you rather than being in resistance to it. And yet, I would say, going back to what I said at the very beginning of this episode, last week was challenging. That weekend kind of, you would think, would have set me off on a great trajectory. <laughs> you would think this is this is ironic how life happens this way, right? And I was expecting to have <laughs> a, uh, a very productive week uh, back home working on my business. My, uh, my office manager, she went off on vacation to Hawaii, which is amazing and very, very well deserved. And yet a lot of the stuff that she does for me, I don't like doing. That's why I hired her, because she's great at doing the things that I suck at, or at least that I hate. (laughs) So a lot of the things that I needed to do to keep, uh, in particular, my HVAC business going, my Airbnbs going, my Turo companies going, um, even selling and shipping out a lot of the books books that we get in uh, that normally she takes care of was all falling on my shoulders. And rather than... You're saying, you know what? I'm just going to step it up and kick ass over the next 10 days while she's gone. I procrastinated. I put things off. I buried my head. I chose to do other things. I uh, I just found other excuses or other distractions. Now, some of those distractions were great. Like I reconnected with uh, Dewey Freeman, whom if you haven't listened to my very last podcast before this one, my interview, definitely check him out. Such an amazing uh, legend of a human being. And he loves and, uh, what's the word, specializes in doing equine therapy with horses. And so he invited me out and was wondering if I wanted to start riding with him more often a couple times a week. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do that. So we rode uh, two times this past week. But that takes four, three, four, five hours, uh, a good chunk of time. Uh, time that I could could spend on my business. It could, it's time that I could be spending uh, on my bike, getting in better shape for my big ride later on this summer with my buddies. Uh, I could be at the gym. I could be working on sales. I could be doing a lot of different things. It's, so it's always a choice, right? And yet I made that choice because I knew uh, it wasn't necessarily an urgent thing for me to do, to spend time with him. But it was something that I truly felt was deeply important for me and, uh, you know, to spend that time with him and also with his horses, particularly the one that I'm riding, which is Dylan. So anyways, side sidebar, 
if you aren't following me on Instagram, <laughs> follow me at Johnny King, and you can follow my stories and watch all the, the fun uh, horseback adventures and travel adventures and black tie events and hanging out with Lewis and Joshua and all that good stuff. Um, it's fun for sure. And so I don't have a whole lot to complain about. Don't get me wrong. I have first world problems. And yet I got very disappointed in myself this past week because I wasn't very productive. I was very judgmental. I expected so much more of myself. And yet I also know that I have a habit of using disappointment and judgment as fuel to push me. And so coming even like coming into this next week, as you're listening to this, maybe on a Monday, um, I am more determined to make sure that this week isn't uh, a carbon copy of last week. And so I'm committed to doing a lot of things differently. And quite frankly, I need to, you know, delete my social media apps that I put back on my phone uh, during that last weekend because I had so much going on uh, that it stayed on my phone all last week. And so I wasted time looking at Instagram reels and whatnot. I need to get that gone. I need to go back to the things that I teach about in my programs. And so I say all this just because I'm always happy to humble myself to to explain to you that like, I don't know, I, sometimes I meet people and they're like, what? Really? You struggle with, you know, being focused? I'm like, dude, who who do you think you, like I am or who, who do you think we all are? We are all human beings. We all struggle with good days, bad days, good weeks, bad weeks, good relationships, bad relationships. We sometimes are on the wagon, sometimes we're off the wagon, right? Um, and so this particular last week was not a productive one for me um, in the ways that I wanted it or expected it to be. And so rather than using my own self-esteem as a whipping post, I'm, it's, it's always good to kind of talk these things out literally while I'm recording because what I know to be more useful and effective is not to berate myself and beat myself up, but to give myself more grace and compassion and empathy and say, you know what? <laughs> Rather than expect a better week this week, just give gratitude for what I get to do in my life, where I live, who I get to surround myself with, uh, the team members that I have uh, in my various businesses, all the things, um, and build off of love and appreciation rather than uh, scarcity and disappointment, if that makes sense. So my my feeling, <clears throat> and something that I have written about in a uh, upcoming newsletter to my email list, uh, I saw a video this past week too that Jordan Peterson uh, said, if for 10 years you didn't avoid doing what you knew you needed to do, what would you be like? And that really has been like bouncing around in my brain, quite frankly, ever since I saw that earlier this past week. Because I'm like, dude, it just comes down to doing the things that you know you have to do, or that you not even have to, but that you really need to do, even when you feel like you don't want to do it, right? Whether it be working out or uh, sending a, I'm thinking about you text to your spouse or your significant other, or being present with your kids when you know you've got like 
uh, a work deadline to complete. Um, it's doing the little things, <laughs> going to the gym when you don't want to, right? Or, or recording a podcast when you're about to leave for a softball game, um, which is what I'm doing right now. <clears throat> and rather than kicking the can, which is what I spent all last week doing, it's just focusing on doing what needs to be done when you know you need to do it rather than avoiding it. And if you consistently do that, you'll be amazed at the results, right? And so rather than expectations, rather than trying to, you know, have a certain outcome be the way that you want it to be, instead I would say focus on being committed to excellence. And in every single day, just looking to... um, yeah, raise your standards in the way that you live your life. And uh, not for other people, just for yourself. And if it's below the standard that you want to ultimately live, not to beat yourself up, but just to continue to give yourself grace, forgive yourself, and then work on raising the bar on the next (laughs) opportunity. So anyways, thank you for hanging in there with me on this uh, scratchy voice day. (laughs) Um... Hopefully, hopefully you can hear me all good and you've gotten something good out of the, uh, the podcast. And like I said, always feel free to connect with me. Uh, I definitely interact and DM with my followers and people that like to uh, chime in on my posts or my stories. Follow me on Instagram because that's mainly the one that I'm on most often, at Johnny King. And uh, yeah, looking forward to catching you on the next episode of the podcast. We'll talk soon. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.